Today's scripture comes from the book of Matthew, chapter 25, verses 14 to 30. It's the parable of the talents. For it is as if a man, going on a journey, summoned his slaves and entrusted his property to them. To one he gave five talents, to another two, to each according to his ability. Then he went away. At once, the one who had received the five talents went off and traded with them and made five more talents. In the same way, the one with the two talents went and made two more talents. But the one who had received the one talent went off and dug a hole in the ground and hid his master's money. After a long time, the master of those slaves came and settled accounts with them. Then the one who had received five talents came forward, bringing five more talents, saying, Master, you handed over to me five talents. See, I have made five more talents. His master said to him, Well done, good and trustworthy slave. You have been trustworthy in a few things. I will put you in charge of many things. Enter into the joy of your master. And the one with the two talents also came forward, saying, Master, you handed me two talents. See, I have made two more talents. His master said to him, Well done, good and trustworthy slave. You have been trustworthy in a few things. I will put you in charge of many things. Enter into the joy of your master. Then the one who had received the one talent also came forward, saying, Master, I knew that you were a harsh man, reaping where you did not sow and gathering where you did not scatter, so I was afraid. And I went and hid your talent in the ground. Here, you have what is yours. But his master replied, you wicked and lazy slave, you knew, did you, that I reap where I did not sow and gather where I did not scatter. Then you ought to have invested my money with the bankers, and on my return, I would have received what was mine with interest. So take the talent from him and give it to the one with the ten talents. For to all those who have, more will be given, and they will have an abundance. But for those who have nothing, even what they have will be taken away. As for this worthless slave, throw him into the outer darkness, where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks, Thanks be to God. God. to remember and lift up a constant reality, which is the priesthood and ministry of all of us. And every person on the planet is invited to share in God's community of healing, love, justice, and world repair. Laity Sunday is one way we express the core Christian conviction that all are called to participate in God's mission to create healthy, flourishing life in the world. 
Which brings us to today's scripture. Now these servants were tasked with managing money. A lot of money. A talent was worth 6,000 denarii. And a single denarii was an average day's wage. So one talent was worth about 20 years salary for an average worker. Now I confess this parable has always made me uneasy. If you're in banking or finance, you probably love this parable. But I'm terrible with money. When Stephanie and I were married, she took one look at my checkbook and the stack of overdue bills on my kitchen counter and said, I'll handle the finances. And for 28 years, that's been just fine with me. Maybe this parable bothers me because I know which one of these servants I would be. I wouldn't be that first servant who brought back five additional bags of money. I wouldn't be the second servant who was able to double his investment on his master's behalf. I'd probably be that third servant. The one who was scared and didn't know what to do. So he buried the money his master entrusted him with. But I don't think Jesus told this story to tell us to be smart with our money. It's about being smart with what we've been given. And we've been given so much more than money. It's really about our stewardship with what we've been given. What are you doing with what you have? As United Methodists, we vow to faithfully participate in our church's ministries through our prayers, our presence, our gifts, our service, and our witness. How many of us bury those gifts that we've been entrusted with? Can you sing? We've always got a few extra chairs up here. Can you teach? Are you good with kids? Can you pray? Can you share what God is doing in your life? Can you greet people on Sunday mornings? Can you cook a meal for somebody who needs it? Have you been given grace, love, mercy, forgiveness? How are you investing those gifts? Are you sharing that that grace, that love, that mercy, that forgiveness. Is there someone in your life who needs some of that grace you've been given? Someone who needs your love, your mercy? Someone who needs your forgiveness? We have more than we think we do. What? What do you have that you haven't given? What is it that you're holding back? But perhaps you're generous with your time, your your prayers, your service, and your financial gifts. You're active in the ministries and the operations of of our church. And you may be feeling, I'm exhausted, I'm empty. How can I give more? 
It's a valid question. In Philippians chapter 2, Paul writes that about being poured out as a libation over the sacrifice and service of your faith. Do you feel poured out? These are challenging times for our church and the United Methodist Church as a whole. Just since the beginning of this year, this church has faced a decision over the discernment process of disaffiliation. Pastor Arthur announcing his departure. A difficult decision about the future of Restore and the impacts and possibilities of its sale. And of course, welcoming our new senior pastor as we're going to do this morning. And that's just in the first 10 months. And 2024 may be difficult as well. These are not bad things. Discussion, debate, even disagreement can be healthy for a church. But it can wear us out. In one of our first meetings, Pastor Clay said he doesn't know anyone in the United Methodist Church who isn't exhausted right now. And many of us can understand. We can feel poured out, just as Paul wrote to the Philippians. But you can't pour from an empty cup. The Holy Spirit is represented often by water. And we need the Holy Spirit to refresh us, to renew us, to refill that empty cup. And we refill through prayer, through worship, through reading God's Word. The Holy Spirit fills us so that we may fill others. When we go to the gas station to refill our vehicle, we don't do it just so we can have the satisfaction of having a full tank of gas. We do it so we can keep going. We refill so we can pour ourselves out once again and again and again and again. If you're running on empty, if your cup is running low, take time to refill. Spend time with the Lord this week in all the busyness and the craziness of our day-to-day -day lives. Find those quiet moments with God. Ask Him to fill my cup, Lord. Let the Holy Spirit refresh and refill you so you can do the same for others. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we are grateful for the many blessings that you have bestowed upon us. Help us to be good stewards with those gifts you have entrusted to us. You have given us love and mercy and grace Remind us to invest what you have given us with others. Lord, we acknowledge that sometimes our cup runs dry, our strength runs low. Refresh us today. Refill our empty cups 
so that we may continue to pour out your love and grace on others. Amen.